Welcome back to our listeners. And you are tuning in for the Be Bold for Women Entrepreneurs show. I am your host, Lori Carice. Today, we have with us Amanda Kate, transformational kinesiologist and coach. So today's topic we're going to um, explore is prioritizing internal health over external influence. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me, Laurie. It's an honor to be here. Well, thank you so much for being here. I saw the topic and I thought that was really, really interesting. You know, it's that white noise, right? We got to block it out. Mm -hmm. So the external yeah. influence. Um, so yeah, let's jump in. Prioritizing internal truth over external influence. Mm. So the, I think the thing that really got me going so deeply down this path is that I always had my intuition. I always had it. It always spoke to me. I always heard it, but I never listened to it. I didn't trust myself enough to act on it. And then I refused to engage enough courage to go through and, you know, and really take those actions into the manifest world. And what's happened is as I've done all of the emotional clearing work that I needed to do on, you know, leaving some toxic relationships and rebuilding myself, it's been this process of reducing all of this emotional noise that was in my body and psychological patterning that was going on inside me where I would have all these stories about me not being good enough and me not being worthy and me not being lovable enough. And as I started to understand why those stories were there and what created them, I was able to then check into my intuition when it gave me those little sparks and go, okay, is this fear or is this you know, actually intuition. Is this one of those things that's trying to keep me safe? Or is this one of those things that going, you know, this is what you actually need to do, even though it sounds a bit crazy. And some of those intuitive nudges do feel a little bit different and crazy or whatever it is, because it does go against what everybody else tells us that we should be doing. And often what we want to do is put our, our attention outside of ourselves because that's what we've been taught to do since we were tiny. If we've got a problem with our siblings, it's go tell mom, it's go tell dad, it's if something's wrong with our health, go to the doctor. If we don't trust our internal guidance system, our internal truth to let us know how we should be operating in this world and whether something is right or wrong for us. And then it's like, I feel in that teenage year, we almost need to go through this process. You know how you've gone outside yourself for everything now. Now you need to start listening to your inside voice and your, you know, your own guidance. But we're just sort of thrown out into the world and become an adult, go fly. And there's not this little transitional period that I feel is really, really important for people. What do you feel is right? What feels right for you in your body? Because what feels right for me is not right for you. And tying that in we often, you know, even if we have that trust for ourselves that sits there and we're starting to trust our internal guidance, then having the courage to act is a whole different thing. And this is sometimes I feel where people who purely focus on the law of attraction, which is only one of multiple laws of the universe, fall down a little bit because we really need that inspired action to show that we are moving towards what we are wanting to bring in. 
and walking down the path that we need to walk down. And so with business, for example, you know, my marketing isn't always the way that I'm told I should do it. My connection with clients isn't always the way I'm told I should do it. And I listen to a lot of um, feminist business coaches and people in that area who are breaking down patriarchal paradigms of marketing. Actually, and a lot of the time when I'm listening to them, I'm going, ah, oh, okay, that's actually quite good because that's actually, that's where I'm going with my marketing is that completely different way of walking away from shaming people into buying my products. There is actually nothing wrong with my clients. They just need help translating what's going on in their body. Yet when you look at a lot of marketing out there from coaches from every industry, it's all based around shame. It's you're not good enough. And to be better, you need to have this product. And I work with a lot of coaches and, and healers who've gone through those processes who are questioning their own ability to coach because they're not making those five or six figures a month. They're not, you know, on that path that social media tells them that they should be. So I guess that's kind of the really broad overview of, of the way that I work and what I want to really encourage people to start thinking about. I've never really thought about that before, that kind of when we're saying, you know, how are we going to thrive? How are we going to do better in a way that is kind of shaming that we're not good enough? And I've never really thought mm. about that. And maybe that's because like you and I are connecting here at the beginning of the year. There's always New Year's resolutions, mm. new goals, new targets. So does that yeah. mean like what we were doing before wasn't good enough because we've got to change it all of a sudden because it's a new year? Yeah. And you listen to all of the New Year's marketing, new year, new you. Well, what was wrong with me before? <laughs> everything, exactly. <laughs> everything I have is a culmination of what I've built up before. Now, I've been really focusing on working out what those internal patternings are that are creating those old unresourceful behaviours. But all of those unold resourceful behaviours within me kept me safe at some point and allowed me to be alive today in the form that I am. Now, a lot of those behaviors I am working to change and develop and evolve from because they're perhaps not what I, what I want to be expressing in the world, but it's a work in progress. And every time I sit, I mean, I, I was on Insta this morning and I'm like, get your new body. Now my body has birthed two children. It has lost a child. It has gone through so much. Now, whether I think it looks phenomenal or not by Western beauty standards is a whole different kettle of fish. But why do I want a new body? This body has gotten me through every day till now. And actually, if we want to think about new body, we're actually replenishing and regenerating cells all the time anyway. So we're constantly in a new state of being. But it's that messaging that is telling you, you are not good enough. You need this to be a better version of you. I like you so much. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I need to go have cocktails with her. You're a little far <laughs> in Melbourne and I'm in Los Angeles. But I'm like, I'm still like, virtual. I'm still even laughing at what was wrong with me before. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, how can we don't say that to ourselves? Where yeah. we we all want to launch this new, the bright and shiny, you mm -hmm. know, and and we're um, you know, we blame others like don't chase the bright and shiny, but we do it to ourselves yeah. every new year or whenever, you know, like oh, summer's coming, so I want to be better yeah. for you know, shorts, <laughs> physical. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
That's incredible. Cause I was going to ask you before you jumped in, like, how does this all translate to business? If you don't mind, I'd love, how does this translate to social media? I have mm. been very vocal on this podcast in the past, even with other people, my love hate relationship with social media. It's like one of those things yeah. you have to do, but uh, keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, the trending music mm. and the words to use and the hashtags, it's like, it's not in me talking about trusting your gut instinct is not who I am. And it's not who I'm really trying to connect with. And I get it. You know, hashtags is kind of like circulation. If you go back to Mm -hmm. newspapers, you know, home delivery and, you know, uh, what's your circulation? So there has always been a target. And that's why hashtags Mm -hmm. and everything are all about and channels. But it's just like some of this just does not connect with me. So I've made the choice not to use it. And could Mm it, could it be counterproductive like you know i'm mm, i'm fighting i'm resisting therefore i'm not gaining those connections but i just refuse to not be me that total mm. authentic like you yeah. know I've, I've done a couple tiktoks um not for business it was just kind mm. of goof- me being goofy and my kids like were so humiliated by it <laughs> because apparently their their friends saw it. So I'm like, okay, I won't do it right now. And now I feel like I'm, yeah. you know, armed with TikTok, beware. But um, you know, Instagram, yes. You know, my love-hate relationship, uh, pretty much mm-hmm. hate, hate these days with Facebook. Yeah. Like I'm I'm over it. Yeah. But how does this like, you know, trust your gut? <laughs> What I, I am on a lot of the different platforms and I do them all inconsistently and I'm actually okay with that. Now, when I am doing it consistently, I do see a difference in what's coming in, but that's part of the reason I've started podcasting is because this is a place where I can really truly show my heart and soul. We get more than just a three second soundbite that you know, we can get it even in 15 minutes, you can discuss quite a bit of stuff. And so it's really looking at broadening out. What do you feel is right for you? So when I hit socials, it will be because I've got this little spark, or I've got an idea or often at sharing the different podcasts I've been on. Or it might be sharing a bit of the message or something along those lines, but I need to feel inspired to do it. Other times I will sit down and just go, right, I'm going to record a reel for each of the platforms. I'm going to do a post and, you know, I have no shortage of material to do, but I have that same love hate relationship. I can disappear off there for a week. My group is so unloved because I don't go in there every day and post every single day. Now for me to get higher engagement in that group, do I have to do that? Yeah, I do. But am I going to not right now because it's not, in my highest good to do so. It's not the best use of my energy. Now, if I had a VA or a PA, I would be getting them to do my social media every single day. And it would be a lot better than it is now. I would spend a day recording snippets and then I would hand all of the information to them and go here, play with this. But because it's just me, I need to work out what the best use of my time is how I want to go out and show myself to the world and how I can create asset libraries that that have longevity. So I really love, you know, podcasting is one of those things. And I, I, you know, that's where we've obviously connected is through this platform. 
But also then having that social presence is important, but it's working out how much can I do? And Martha Beck uses a beautiful um, symbology. She says, does it feel like shackles on or shackles off? So if it feels like shackles on, if it feels like you're bound at hand and wrist and you don't have the movement within it and it feels heavy and like drudgery, how can you make that task, if you have to do it, feel more like shackles off? And I find that analogy is beautiful for me. So using insurance is my big one. I hate shopping around for insurance. It really pisses me off for some reason. I hope I can say that, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I tend to shop my insurance around when the money comes out of my account a week before my policy is due. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't do that. And then I will ring around, I will find either a better policy or realize that that one was the best one. And if I have to change policy, I will then ring up the previous people, cancel it, pay for the new one, get that refund going. Like it's a really awkward way to do it. But within half an hour, the whole thing's done. Because all of a sudden it's jumped to the top of my to-do list and because the money's come out, it becomes a shackles off because I really need to get that money back and make sure that this is the right purchase other people might find it with taxes boring so they you know oh I don't want to get all my tax information together that feels really heavy so how do you make it feel lighter okay well you know what I'm going to put aside 15 minutes today just going to do 15 minutes now as you know with a task if you can get your head around 15 minutes often it'll turn into 30 and you go oh my god I got heaps more done than I expected that's brilliant when can I find the next 15 minute gap to do a bit more on this. So you can break it down like that, or you can go, you know what, I've got two hours now, let me smash this out. And then at the end of those two hours, I'm gonna take myself for a walk and I'm gonna do something fun. So the same kind of approach can be used if social media is that shackles on feeling for you. Oh, it is for me, for sure. I don't Mm. don't know why, I just, I've never been like all in with social media and maybe it is because, you know, and that I'm, I'm looking at your title again, that external influence, Mm. there's so many opinions of how it's supposed to be done instead of just doing it. It's like, nobody told me how to go to the grocery store. Nobody told me how to deal with Mm. my mail in what order I should open things Mm -hmm. or, or pay my bills. So I think I just kind of resent such a structure on something that's supposed to be used personal or business and have some joy. Like the first time I ever opened up Facebook, I'm older than you. So, I mean, this was like, I'm, I think I started Facebook in 2009. And I was about the same actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and (laughs) back then it was all about finding, you know, high school classmates Mm. and and yep. posting baby pictures and stuff like that. You're having a baby or getting married, whatever. And then all of a sudden it turned into so specific on how to use it for business. And I don't know, I just mm. have a little bit of resentment on, well, you're not doing it right. And you're not, do- I'm like, so <laughs> what if you did it the way that's right for you? And this is the I kind do, of question. And I choose podcast. That's kind of my yeah. outlet. You know, you were talking about show your, show yourself. Uh, to the world and, and choosing certain platforms. So to me, 
podcast is where I can mm-hmm. really get my authentic self out there and bring out the authentic mm-hmm. self and the guest yeah. and have meaningful conversations. That's not like 140, you know, characters, characters. Yeah. Um, or hashtags, but it's, and that's also why I started the radio station because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole reason why I started podcasting is I'm a 14 year entrepreneur in the event space. Well, COVID hits you, shuts you down. And I refuse to just sit here and lose my audience. Mm, I'm like, I've worked so hard for all of these attendees. I need community outreach. So I'm going to start speaking out, pulling them in as a listener and also connecting with my sponsors and my um, exhibitors, bringing them on and guests, Mm. having conversations. So then I discovered Clubhouse and Clubhouse was about making connections. Um, Mm. And I, w- I really kind of liked the podcast rooms. I learned from it. So it kind of kept me going. And then I started yeah. hearing all these women's amazing stories. I'm like, you know, well, I can't guest them all day long, but they're wonderful and they have wonderful guests. Let's do radio. They'll have mm. radio slots. And I find it very powerful because it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's opt-in listening, you know, it, it's live stream, but you, you go to the app and it's opt-in. So, you know, I don't know that to me, I mean, they don't call podcasts social media, but to me, that's my more authentic mm. tool yeah. than finding a photo, creating something on Canva mm-hmm. and saying what I feel like people want me to say or want to hear Guess what? When you engage on something on radio, you have those aha moments just because it hits you, yes. not because it was designed to. Yeah. So this is the way if you start thinking about, you know, the social media as that backup to what you're doing on the radio station, it it may start to feel a little bit less heavy i go on social i'm a dump and runner on socials i will put what i need to for my business on there which i i go what will be useful for me so it might be something i've had an aha moment with when i'm walking my dog at the beach sometimes i'll i do my lives at the beach often when i'm walking because that's where i get my downloads of information and what's going on or i might be listening to a podcast or a book and all of a sudden i'm like oh my god i need to talk to people about this So I use it more in that type of way. And in doing that, it doesn't feel so heavy. I I go on there when I have something to say, when I have something that's going on. And realistically with, I mean, I've got, I did six years worth of study in four years. And then I went on and did my archetypal life coaching and all the rest of it. I have no shortage of information to share that is useful. And also I have quite a different view on a lot of things than a lot of other energy healers. I'm much more about getting your body to be coherent in its energy rather than talking about raising your vibration. Because as soon as we go into talking about raising your vibration, you're creating this duality of my vibrations, high yields is low type thing, which is not what energy healing is about. I want my body to be like a in tune orchestra that has the widest range of music possible that it can play. Now, when my body is out of harmony, say, you know, if there's too much energy in one part or not enough energy in the other, it's going to be out of balance. If 
you know, things are out of tune. If you've got, you know, half of your orchestra that's out of tune, it's just going to be noise. So if I have aches and pains, that's like having instruments dotted through the orchestra that are really screechy or way too low and they're not playing in time with the other instruments and it creates that disharmonic noise. I want my body to be perfectly in tune and coherent. Now blocked emotions will create that disharmony, that incoherence, that lack of correct pitch. And that's the way I sort of think about energy healing is really looking at the whole of us. It's accepting the whole of us, our light and our dark. And my voice will often get drowned out by those who use the shame, who use the duality, who use the right and wrong. My way is the only way to, you know, reach spiritual enlightenment type thing. And it's like, well, already in those sorts of statements, you're kind of not there. But that's the way that I try and use my socials is to get that different opinion out there, to get people to really understand that they are always doing the best they can in any given moment. Otherwise, they do different. So how can you train your body, your behaviors, your emotions, your thoughts to be more coherent so that they're creating less disharmony in your field, which allows you to then express yourself differently in the world? I like that. You, you already gave me a, a huge takeaway on that. I'm sorry, did mm. I interrupt? Yeah, no, no, no. Keep going, please. Yeah, please. no, because I, I think maybe I had that lack of harmony. I felt like the tasks did not connect podcasts. I had this, mm. you know, vibe that I really enjoyed and social media. I didn't have that vibe and connection. It was more like a task. Mm -hmm. So I think what I need to do is reverse, have my podcast and, you know, not that I have time to really detail every guest or, you know, every shout out and every takeaway and announcement but mm. if I really have an aha moment authentically, I can mm. go in ahead and post today's aha for me yeah. and share it and yeah. just even maybe have a couple flat um, photos ready to go mm. kind of thing. Yeah. So it, it seems a little less tasking. So I yeah. really, because to me that, that energy I can relate to. I'm just, or just snap a little photo of your desk. Yeah. yeah. Snap a little photo of your desk or snap a little photo of you and your headphones, whatever it is, wherever you are at the moment, or as you're walking down the street to the grocery store or whatever it is, snap this, snap a picture and go, today's aha moment was. And, you know, you could do, if you wanted to pre-batch some of the schedule posts, do some shout outs mm -hmm. for some of the sponsors that have been supporting you for years or some of the radio hosts that you're employing at different times, or, you know, there's, there's plenty there. It's, it's finding that way that feels really congruent and aligned with what you're trying to achieve in the world. That's, I think the biggest key, because once we realize that our mission is first, and that these platforms are just there for us to get our mission in front of potentially some eyes who may not have seen it otherwise. Because everybody who has ever listened to your radio station and will ever listen to your radio station is already out there in the ether. Mm -hmm. So it's just finding those little tendrils that can go out in front of you to draw them in. I think what I'm going to do is them. 
make the social media an extension of the podcast because when I started Instagram, I'm I'm a fairly new Instagram user, just over a mm. year. And when I started, I'm like, I don't know if I want to put pictures of my kids and, you know, or if I want mm. it to be business. And then I started kind of doing a combination. But what my commitment was to Instagram was I just wanted it to, I wanted it to document my journey. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very, you know, I, I started off with a, a group called reset for women 360. So mm -hmm. it was all about a reset. So I wanted it to document my reset and that included private time mm -hmm. walks, being at the beach. And sometimes my reset was about my children. So I yeah. wanted it to document my journey. So I think I need to make that same connection professionally on my professional pages mm -hmm. about documenting the journey. And a lot of that are yeah. the takeaways from podcasts. So I really love that. I, I think those are amazing takeaways. Before we wrap, I want yeah. to in um, with the inspiration of this being be bold for women entrepreneurs, you and I are connecting fairly early in the new year. And while we already talked about, you know, what was wrong with us last year, nothing. But uh, <laughs> sometimes there's some New Year's resolutions, which I don't do either. I always mm -hmm. have goals. Amanda, what are you doing this year? Or what is your next bold move? Honestly, I have no idea where my business is going this year. And that is probably the bot. I have stepped into this year and so much of what I was has, has feels like it's ending. I've just ended this intense seven year cycle of growth and healing. And this year I'm literally stepping into the complete unknown. So for me, the boldness is continuing just to take whatever that next step is that's shown to me and then take the step after that so i don't have a very clear vision at the moment of being open but you're being open i'm yeah okay. seeing what comes because that's bold yeah. to be open it's scary as hell <laughs> but also it feels really right in my body it feels really right to be doing things without much clarity and vision of exactly where I'm going. That's lovely. Mm. So for our podcast listeners, I'll include all of your links in show notes for our radio only Beautiful. listeners. How, what is the best way to connect with you? And don't be afraid of mentioning one. social media. It's not that I hate, 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 hate. <laughs> <laughs> so how I do think we the easiest way is to look at amandakate.com.au because that's an easy one to remember. It's just got the .au obviously for Australia. So amandakate.com.au. And I think all but my TikTok links are there. So I need to add TikTok, but I've been saying that for a while. So I'll get around to it when I get around to it. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for being such a lovely guest. And if you were closer, I would, I could definitely use happy hour with you. I just, I felt an amazing connection with you today. And I, I think that's just, Wonderful. that's going to be my big takeaway. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work you're doing in the world. It's so needed. Oh, thank you. And you've been listening to the Be Bold for Women Entrepreneur Show.